1: hi everyone it's time for some real talk hello 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 everybody espanol to my spanish fans and everyone that's out there This is Joseph Brownlee, and I just want to talk. I just want to talk. I don't have a certain category or a certain topic I want to talk about. But what I want to do, I just want to just do a little freestyling and just open up my mind and open up my heart today, what I want to talk about today with my free time. Now, for the newbies That's uh, tuning in to my show, Body of Christ Real Talk. If you are new and you're just tuning in to my podcast, this show is a podcast. It's a biblical, God-based podcast that talks about different subjects different topics, whether it's world news, whether it's local news, whether it's around your life, whether it's about Bible study, whether it's about the church, whether it's about sports, whether it's about different things like that that's going on in your life. Uh, and, and this uh, podcast is basically built on that. Now, what I want you to understand that this is a biblically set podcast, which means that the majority of the topics that I'm going to be talking about is going to be related to the Word of God or just going to just be connected to the Word of God, okay? So, therefore, let me uh, an example is when you tune into this podcast, now talk to the ones that's newbies now. When you tune into my podcast, what it is, what I mean by body cross, cross real body of Christ excuse me real talk I just I just get for real and I just talk about different subjects in a common sense matter just like men, you are just sitting down and we're just talking we're just being open and we're just being real we're giving our opinions we're giving our facts we're giving our theories so basically that's what this podcast is all about I talk about different topics and different subjects I talk about a lot of things I have a disclaimer on this podcast that I do not allow any profanity and I do, I do not uh allow any foul language on my podcast. If I have a guest or have someone, you know, just, you know, writing in or chatting or whatever like that, of course, I cannot stop them from using, uh, you know, foul language or anything like that. But what I'm just saying when it comes to audio or something like that. I, I do not allow that on this type of podcast. So this is a biblically based podcast, which means also that I will I like to have guests on here. I never had a guest physically as of yet. So I use audio guests, I use video and audio guests, etc. and stuff like that. But my goal is this to be a family podcast. That's my whole goal for this to be a family set podcast. Podcast for Christians and non Christians. Like I said, this is a podcast for Christians, the saved, and the not saved, for the believer and the unbeliever. Unbeliever meaning they never gave or you never gave your Christ, yourself to Christ. You never submitted. Yourself to Christ. You never went that route of accepting Jesus in your life by believing in his death, burial, and resurrection. That's what I mean by the unbeliever. But my goal is always for you to be saved. I will always try to lead that way. I will never force you, but I will also, I will, do, I will give you biblical aspects and give you biblical principles and everything pertaining to what's going on in the world today. Let me say that again, this podcast that I will, number one, give you biblical principles and biblical answers the best way I can pertaining to what's going on a life and life in this world today, whether it's good or bad. I try to use biblical principles to come and to make the final conclusion. Okay, those are for the newbies, newbies free of charge. I'm just... Cooling out here, man. Right now, uh people I'm just I'm just chilling out. I like to say hello to the ones that's listening to me, the ones that listen to my podcast. I like to thank you all, the ones that's here in the US of A. Uh, if you are listening to Chicago, which is my hometown now, for now. If you listen to California, I think I have a few uh, northern and southern uh California listeners that listen that tunes into my podcast I don't see that on my analytics anymore so I don't know basically where you're coming from when I when uh if you're listening to me but that's okay but I just like to say hello to you anyway and I just thank you for lending me your ear and listening to my podcast so I want to do that now just I just want to say thanks to all my Listeners, you know, whether you are committed, you listen to a lot of my podcasts, because I I do a lot of podcasts uh, on this uh, platform, Body of Christ Real Talk, okay? This platform, I just explained what it is, but for the ones that don't know, I have another podcast, which is a Bible-based podcast for the saved believers, actually for believers only. You are welcome, unbelievers, to come to that podcast, but you will not get uh, all the fruit and stuff like that out of that podcast because it's biblically-based and it's for the saved. It's for the ones that's already in the body of Christ. You know, contrary to this one, this is for the saved and the unsaved my goal is for you to be saved but the one that i will send you to later if you become a believer in the body of christ i will recommend the body of. i would recommend excuse me connecting the dots which will be on the anchor uh outlet you can find that also on spotify as well for the saved and strictly bible teaching i didn't start off that way because when i was fresh and green you know starting podcasts i just had a little uh different topics i mostly talked about on connecting the dots, but when I uh, decided to start another podcast, that's when I just uh, just uh, decided to make connecting the dots strictly Bible study podcast for believers only because that's very important. Okay, all right. I just that's just a, a a special announcement and some real talk I wanted to talk about. Now, if you have never listened to the content on my podcast. Uh, i always like to open the doors for the ones that just never listened to my podcast. If you're looking for an open-minded, these are for the ones that looking for open-minded, you know, uh, it, it could be very opinionated. Uh, you know, it's okay to use your opinion, you know, far as that, you know, all of us need to be checked on our opinions. But the final say-so will always be a biblical perspective how or what we think God feels about a certain subject or a certain topic or a certain thing or a certain lifestyle or whatever like that. You're going to get a lot of that here on this podcast. You're going to hear a lot of that on this podcast. Also, you will get uh, you will get, and I will do more a somewhat light Bible study here when I'm just doing a breakdown of a certain word. I call it my word breakdown and, or something like that or, you know, and I try to break it down in a, bi- a biblically Biblical, biblical, biblical perspective. My tongue get tied. A biblical or a Bible perspective. I done better. If I just said Bible. A Bible perspective way of looking at things. So therefore, uh, you know, you will get that also on Body of Christ Real Talk. All right. What's coming up on Body of Christ Real Talk? My goal is to have more physical. Guest, more physical guests uh, to come on the show. I cannot have any physical guests if I don't get any comments and I don't get anybody asking me questions or anything like that. And I've been on here since a year and I just got a few, you know, comments and everything like that, and that's good. But I, I know others listen to my podcast, and if you don't, you don't have a way to really write in the comments, uh, whatever like that. Just let me know, or just do something and let me know that you're listening and that helps my my podcast that helps my analytics and that's help that helps me to understand that who's listening and who's getting saved and then if anybody's getting anything out of my podcast I would not know that unless someone just write a comment or something like that but if you have a problem writing comments to my podcast mm-hmm. I can understand that okay all right those are the uh few announcements that I have when it comes to this podcast Body of Christ Real Talk. (laughs) Okay. Things, it's a lot uh, going on in the United States and it's, it's a lot going on in the world. And a lot of it is not good. You know, a lot of it is not good. It's a lot of people that's hurting. It's a lot of people that's uh, are angry. It's a lot of people that's confused. And it's a lot of people just, just don't know where they're going. You know, they don't know if they're coming, you know, and they don't know if they're going. Okay, what I want, go, what I'm leaning to, what I'm trying to say, because I'm just freestyling now, and I just want to uh, pray for you guys that are struggling, and let's pray for you guys that are struggling with anger, pray for the ones that are struggling with confusions, pray for the ones that need to be struggling, trying to... Uh, get promoted on a job or anything like that you know you don't have to write in but it'd be nice if you do before i end this show or this podcast i would like to pray for you guys in those areas you know because we all need prayer in certain challenges or certain things we're trying to do in our lives or certain things that we're going through and stuff like that you know because there's a lot going on not all bad it seems like a lot of things going bad because that's all you mostly hear uh on the news as the negativity was going on, especially if you're here in Chicago and the, mostly the bigger uh, rural cities like Chicago, New York, California, Baltimore, uh, Philadelphia, you know, and uh, St. Louis and, you know, places like that, you know, the bigger rural cities. is just so much action and so much stuff going on. It's beca- it, be- it, be- it really becomes bombarded on your mind, you know. It really becomes a weight on your mind if you're living in those areas and speaking of that uh i want to talk about public i'm going to talk about public transportation and the chicago area And the reason i i can talk about this in the chicago area because i can relate better because i live here in the chicago area i'm going to be touching bases on chicago area not the city itself it's not 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 you know um doing an expose on the city itself there's another there's enough expose about Chicago already, but what I will be doing. Uh, I will be doing an expose on the uh, public transportation. The reason being because I don't drive now because of my eyes. I have bad eyes on one side like glaucoma. So I don't, I don't drive. I can, but I'd rather not, especially in a big city like that because of my vision. So therefore, I don't drive here. So I take the bus a lot. And I take the train a lot, and man, it's a lot on that train. I, I've been taking trains for years, you know. Even, you know, growing up in the hood back in the in, in the Morgan Park area here in Chicago, Illinois, it's the ones that from Chicago they know about the Morgan Park area. Not everybody, but the ones from Chicago. Some people from Chicago know about the Morgan Park area, which is on the south side, the far south side of Chicago. Okay. And, uh, it's a lot been going on on the trains and the buses. Not so much the buses, but not, the last few days have been a few things that's a kniving and shooting that's been on the buses, which is, which is really, uh, sad, you know. And it's, but the trains is a little bit worser when it comes here in Chicago. I will be doing, that would be one of my hot topics in the future that I will be dealing with. But the thing about it, you might say, why just Chicago? Because that's what I know now, Chicago. I I'm, I lived in different cities, and I never really dealt with their trains and whatever like that. But I have a lot of experience by riding the trains and the buses, and that that's usually my biggest public transportation here in Chicago. When I'm financially able, which I want to do more, I usually uh, take the uh Never a cab, but I usually take Lyft. I don't, I never done Uber, not one time, but usually, you know, I'm not trying to power one against the other, but I use Lyft. I think Lyft has a, a, a better financial, uh, it's better financially for me, Lyft. So I will use Lyft more, and when I have not financial able, I use Lyft. But the majority of the time, you know, uh, I use the public transportation, the buses and the trains, going to work, going back to work, or just getting around and everything, so. Okay. the reason I'm saying this this is one of the hotspots because even when I get into that subject about the uh the, the the CTA and the public transportation or the public transportation excuse me the buses and the trains a lot of you a lot of you people young ladies and young men in the bigger rural areas or whatever whether it's in New York Philadelphia some of the cities I mentioned the big cities probably go through the same challenges or have those same issues that we have here in Chicago I have no doubt you know and uh, even in Minnesota so, you know, a lot of you can relate. That's why I made that as a hot topic because it's a serious hot topic that, that needs to be dealt with and everything. So that's going to be one of my hot topics. My But my next hot topic uh, that I will be talking about will be about sexual addiction. Oh, well, yeah, that's going to be a very hot topic about sexual addiction. And what does the Bible have to say when a Christian is struggling or living a lifestyle of sexual addiction. Now, what are you talking about your sexual addiction? Sexual addiction can be anything that you are living in. It can be, you know, you can have a sexual lifestyle of fornication. You can have a sexual lifestyle and uh, adultery. You know, now the difference between fornication and adultery, and I probably reiterated on that before and explained that the difference between fornication and adultery, according to the Bible, is fornication is having illicit sex outside of marriage. Because marriage is almost a mandate for a Christian. Well, marriage is a mandate for a Christian. When, uh a Christian in the Bible, it's not so much a mandate for the unbeliever. You can say, "Why not?" Because the unbeliever going to do what the unbeliever does anyway. That's expected. It should not be expected as a believer, as a, a Christian. But the mandates and what God talks about a marriage, you know, pertaining to a marriage, especially when it comes to the Book of Ephesians or even Colossians, you know, in the uh, the grace period, dispensational period, or marriage in general, is always basically talking about a believer. Even if you go back in the time past even under the law under Israel under the covenant the marriage was more stricken it was much harder than what it is now so they could not break out of that covenant but even when God threw down that covenant law of marriage and the principles of marriage it was only for Israel it was never for the outside world of the Gentiles let me say that again it was only for Israel my point is when the Bible talks about a mandate and what a man and a woman should be doing in a marriage whether it's the Old Testament which you're not under no more. Thank God for that. And but I'm talking about what it is when it comes to here and the dispensation of grace, the but now time. You know, uh, uh, under the Apostle Paul, marriage. Apostle Paul always taught the principle of marriage to believers, not unbelievers. To believers. Okay. With all that said, so what? When I'm talking about this hot topic, like I talked about mental illness, you know, the unsaved is welcome to listen as well because they can take a lot of principles out of that but when I'm talking about uh, mainly when I'm talking about you know, rather it's here on Connecting the Dots I'm talking about a biblical perspective on uh, the person that's in the body of Christ what does the Bible say towards us because we are under that somewhat uh, let me see we're somewhat under that that grace. We are the body, let me put it that way. And we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit, you like to call it, use it interchangeably, the Holy Spirit. So it's, it's very, very, very important that we take care of the temple of God because the Holy Spirit dwells in us and we can quench or grieve the Holy Spirit. So therefore, when Paul is talking to the believers in the Bible, those not so much commandments that we're going to lose our salvation, but it's mandates of the type of lifestyle that our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, and God the Father expects from the body of Christ. So therefore, he's not talking about the world. He's not talking because the world going to do the things of the world. The world's problem is that they just need to be saved, period. So, whether they have a decent marriage according to their sight, or whether they're living or not living in it, they're not winning Browning points with God because God is more important than what they believe about what his son done. Not so much of them having a good marriage or whatever like that. Now, all that is good far as that, but that don't make it so pleasing in the eyes of God because you still neglecting the most important thing that will give you eternal life in our heavenly places is believing what Jesus done on the cross is death. On resurrection, So let me digress. I went that far and I rent that loan just to say this. When it comes to fornication, God is talking about the believers. That's why I'm just, you know, basically, that's why I'm just saying, you know, when I'm getting into that, I'm basically mainly talking to Christians. How? What does the Bible have to say about a Christian doing And The Bible already has its standards on the world. You know, the world judges itself. We are not of the world, but we are in the world. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. So every time the Apostle Paul is talking about certain principles and mandates or whatever, etc., in the Word of God, is believers only. The unsaved can use these principles, but if they still would not have the fruits or they will still not have the the uh the spirit of going to heaven. But they can use certain principles like a lot of a lot of institutions and a lot of people do today. They use Christian principles. I like to call them Christendom. That don't mean they're saved. A lot of conservatives use a lot of Christian morals, that, that does not mean that they are saved. So, therefore, they can use the Christian morals. It always works out to the good, but it doesn't help them for eternal salvation. So, when I say fornication, when I talk about uh, uh, sexual addictions, I'm mainly talking about Christians that are struggling with sexual addictions. The body of Christ, not the world. The saved that struggling with sexual addictions or they're living an illicit, open lifestyle and sexual addiction. Whatever the sexual addiction is. Okay, let me put emphasis. You want to get that far. Let's put emphasis on that. I'm talking about fornication. That means sex outside of marriage. Adultery. That means you're having sex with someone else's spouse, whether it's a male or female. I'm talking about male and female, not male and man and, uh, and lady and lady. I'm talking about male and female. You know, I'm looking at it in a biblical perspective. When you're having sex outside of your marriage, whether somebody else's wife or husband okay let's talk about masturbation that's another challenge right there you just about know what that is let's talk about pornography pornography and stuff like that let's talk about you know uh whoredom you know selling your body and different things like that so you have you have a you have an idea when i'm talking about when I say sexual addiction is broad, just like mental illness is broad, sexual addiction is broad. Anything that's defiling your body, and when a, when the Bible talks about, there's a lot of sins you can commit, and no sin is no sin is good in the eyes of God, but when you commit sin against your own body, remember. It's more serious because it's against your own body, and the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit or the temple of the Holy Ghost. You know that's your that's your temple. So therefore, when you sin against your body, it's almost like you just personally sinning against Christ. When it comes to sexual addiction, whatever it is, whatever we do follows what we're struggling with. Okay, that's a sexual addiction. That's another hot topic I'm going to talk about. I'm going to have another hot topic I'm going to talk about. My uh, was part of my hot twenty. It's anger. I'm going to deal with anger. Some of them I'm going to get some research on, and some of them don't need research on. You know, it's just it's it's just self-explanatory. I'm, everything's not going to be as long as a mental illness. Like I, I gave um, a teaching on anxiety and panic attacks and, and mental illness and different things like that, and depression and suicide. You know, some things will be, some of my shows will be longer than others when it comes to the hot topics. Then I will talk about how to study the Bible. I will talk about different things and start getting more lighter that's what i'm going to i'm going to be doing in the future and between those 20 hot topics i will be talking about other things i will be having other audio guests lord's willing all this depends on lord's willing i'm going to be having other audio guests on there now my goal is to have physical guests on there as well okay all right I remember I was, uh, I had a plan to start a radio show. A radio show that I wanted to do. I talked about that last year that I would be doing a radio show. I somewhat postponed that, uh, because I, I i said to myself if i can do a live show just on my podcast which is body of christ real talk i can do a live show just as well so i i done a little uh i like to i like to look at two sides on the why i would do something i just learned how to do this so i was saying okay let's compare the difference what's the difference between radio and podcasts? because i'm still learning podcasts and i just looked at the two examples and the and what would benefit me If I was getting my message out there Which is always God's word And salvation you know and just uplifting Or encouraging or other Info awareness type of uh, You know messages that I Put out there you know What would be the best way to put it out there? Would it be podcast, radio, or podcast and radio? I looked at what was the difference. I know, and I have learned that podcasts, you mostly can do a lot of your taping. You can do a lot of your audio and and save them and just get them out there. And you can build up more of a fan base, you know, files, fan base files. Followers and uh, you know committed people that listen to your podcast because they can record, they can replay, and they can do things like that. You know, radio is just like a one hit. You just live majority of the time you're live. Now you could take some of what I heard, but they're mostly live, and you cannot replay them a lot. And you know what you put out there is out there today. So you expect someone of an audience to be listening up when they got that. You got to have a certain station. You got to sign for certain people that's going to listen to your radio show you know and be committed to that because they can't record it it's not recording everything unless they have a, some type of machine or whatever a phone to record it themselves that's the only way but it's not a lot of replay or whatever like that you know you know i kind of question that but you know i'm just letting you know the difference between radio and podcast so i just say you know why would i do radio Why well, i can do what i do when i do the way i do uh Podcast. Podcast is like radio to me, but it's like a more advanced radio. And, uh, you know, you can reach just as much of an audience as a radio. Radio is like a one hit. You know, you talk about a subject. And then... That subject is it. That's it. Then you talk about another subject and that's it, you know. It's just that particular day you could do a radio, you talk about that subject. When it talk when it comes to pertaining to talk radio anyway. Music radio is a different thing. When you have certain music, you have to get certain rights from the artists to play their music on the radio and everything like that. So I thought about doing another If I had a music radio or something like that, it'd almost it'd be old school or it'd be, you know, gospel class or something like that. But my main goal is just talk radio. I just want to talk and I want to hear other people talk and teach. So that's okay with the radio. But I looked at the podcast. You can still, I can still do live talks and live chats, you know, I might have to pay a little more if I was doing audio chats because uh, I'm going to do a few videos in the future because all my podcast is mainly uh, audio. But in the future, you know, I'm going to do some video, you know, files that and everything, you know, and, uh, you know, I can reach a, a, a broader uh, audience that way. Now, the goal to reach an audience is always salvation. That's my goal right there. Bible principles. Is my goal. That's what I do. That's what I'm here. That's why I do podcasts. That's I, I used to do group sessions. I used to do uh, Bible studies and groups and stuff like that at the library. So I just brought that, what I used to do physically, and in rooms and in libraries and group homes or whatever you want to call it I just brought that to my podcast so I'm not changing nothing there you know I'm still the same way I still teach the same way I try to use common sense and I try to be real in everything I, the same format i used when i used to do bible study when i used to do group sessions and i used to feed the homeless and i used to minister to the homeless in san diego california that was my format to teach them principles of the bible even though i didn't know how to rightly divide them but i was in my heart i was trying to teach them the correct principles of the word of god so all right so i made a decision to postpone uh, radio until I just have to say to myself okay what's the real reason I want to do radio because everything that I want to do or I can do I can do it on the podcast I have two podcasts you know why would I put the radio on it it's enough trying to do podcast so I'm trying to move am I trying to move too fast Lord what is I'm trying to do what is my motive because motive is very important I don't want to just be about me and it's not about me God knows my heart he knows it. it's not about me so I can sincerely say that now we're being are being is enough like that, but I believe God already knows it's in my heart that I always been me. So, what? Why would I get a radio station, or why would I even, you know, get a radio station or do radio? While I already have podcasts, it's two podcast shows that's doing okay. You know, I don't need a big mega audience or whatever like that. Longer someone is hearing this message and it's main main, as someone is getting saved or someone is getting encouragement. But the main goal on both of my podcasts is for the listener to hear about jesus christ to hear about his love and to be saved one is transparent different topics And one is strictly Bible study. If you get saved on Body of Christ, Real Talk by listening to the message and the Holy Spirit compels you and you get saved, then I would just introduce you to Connecting the Dots or other teaching outlets so you can grow stronger of learning how to study God's Word rightly divided. Okay. That's the announcements I wanted to talk about and what's what's coming up on Body of Christ Real Talk. You know, I still have (coughs) excuse me, my topic of you know, I finished off on marijuana, alcohol, and smoking. I finished off off that hot topic. I hope you got something out of that. If not, for the new listeners and some of the old listeners, you can go and please replay those over again. And now, I'm going to be getting into, like I said, I'm going to be getting into sexual addictions. I'm going to be working on that and everything. You know, basically, you know what I'm going to talk about. But remember, I'm going to get into some deep things about sexual addiction and what you think the, and what. Uh, what I think and what you think and I like that's why I like to get your comments what do you think I don't want it to be my thoughts and my only opinion I want you to come up with scriptures help me out. come up with scriptures that help me help me by telling me well I don't think you're correct on this John then we just hit the Bible well, and let's go from there but just help me and give me some ideas what scriptures I can use you know brothers and the uh, body of Christ or the teachings of Paul or you're going to go back in the Old Testament but just make sure Sure, you know it, the uh, the principles that's used can be used both in the Old Testament under the law and the Body of Christ. That's very important, you know, because it's a lot of principles we can use from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's very beautiful because the whole Bible is inspired in its inspiration of God. So we don't give up the whole Bible. I would if I just only read the thirteen epistles of Paul. I'm just I'm just short I'm shortchanging myself. The whole sixty six books of the Bible. Is most important, not just the 13 epistles of Paul. The only difference is, is the 13 letters of Paul, remember, epistles mean letters of Paul, applies to the body of Christ for today. More. Now is other principles and a lot of principles and uh things we can use back and from the old testament, even from beyond. Some principles never change in God's word. Some principles can go from any dispensation, from any administration. So don't get me wrong when I say that, but I'm talking about you have specific principles. For the body of Christ today, and you have certain principles or you have certain, you know, uh, things that you can take from the time past and use it also as well. Because no matter what, even through your lifestyle, certain principles remain the same in any any dispensation or any administration, okay? All right. I hope I got that straight. All right. All right. Also, people that listen to my podcast, let me just get this one thing straight. I don't want you to think that I worship Paul. I don't want you to think that I only read the epistles of Paul. That's why I talked about that. No, the goal is Jesus Christ. I believe that you need to know who Jesus was. I need to, You need to know what Jesus did. Okay, you need to know because that's very important when it comes to salvation. A lot of people don't know who Jesus was or what he did. They think they know they have a denominational way of knowing who Jesus was. Some people will give you a sample. Some people only know about Jesus from the red letters. And the Bible, mainly the King James Bible, they only know Jesus from the red letters. I'm going to do a study on why the red letters are in the Bible anyway. So I'm gonna give you a hint. I'm going to do a teaching on that on this show and everything. Why the red letters in is in the Bible anyway? You may be surprised. Some people think that's the that's that was just the original Bible with red letters. But I'm sorry, nope. No red letters in the original context uh, of the Bible, okay, or the original manuscripts. There were no red letters. There was a reason for that. But I'm going to do a teaching on that, a little short teaching on that. But some people only know Jesus by the red letters. You know, they know that he was their saved. They don't know nothing about his kingship. Excuse me. They don't know nothing about his Messiahship and whatever, or as Israel called it the Yeshua. They don't know anything about that. So they just know about Jesus being loving and Jesus caring and Jesus wanting to save everybody and Jesus healing everybody. And that's a limited way of learning Jesus. That's I call that the limited Jesus. And most people a lot of people, I say most people only know the limited Jesus. They don't look at Jesus in time past. They don't know about Jesus being Jehovah. They don't know if Jesus has been I am. You know, they don't know if Jesus has been God. They don't know about that. You know, that sometimes that's unheard of when they think you're talking crazy. They don't know about that and everything about Jesus of time past. I'm gonna do a teaching on that on connecting the dots, because that's Bible study for believers only. On connecting the dots. All this is in the future, Lord's willing. I'm gonna do a teaching about that Jesus through the whole Bible, the whole 66 of the Bible. Jesus is through and talking through the whole Bible, not just Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the red letters. You know, a lot of you probably never even heard of that, but that is true. You need to know a broadness of Jesus of the Bible. Jesus of being King, Jesus being Lord, Jesus being Jehovah, Jesus being Allah, Elohim, Jesus being uh, the I am, Jesus. See, all of that need to be taught when you become a believer because you only have a limited view of your Lord and Savior, Jesus. And most of the time, even in the body of Christ, they, they mainly just know Jesus from Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, or they know Jesus and the ages to come. That Jesus as the uh, and King of Kings, Lord of Lords, coming coming back in the tribulations. Some of them know Jesus as our Judge at the Great White Throne. Ju- not my, well, not the believer. The body of Christ is not going to be at the Great White Throne judgment. So let me get that straight. But at the Beamer seat, the Beamer seat means the judgment seat of Christ, where we could judge of the things we've done in our bodies and the works we've done while we are on this earth for our prizes and you know and our rewards at the Bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ. That would be Christ there and there would also be Christ for the lost, for the ones that's going to uh damnation at the great white throne judging this also is Jesus himself okay so many people don't know about the broadness of the Lord Jesus many people don't know about that so I'm going to do some teachings on Bible study and the Jesus of the whole Bible I'm going to do a little more research you know because I'm not going to be throwing anything or using a lot of opinions I'm going to let the Bible speak for itself but that Going, that's going to be Lord's willing on the connecting the dots of knowing about Jesus. You're welcome as unbelievers to follow that, but you know a lot of it's spiritually. So it's going to have, take a, a spiritual awakening for you to understand or comprehend the whole Jesus of the Bible. Therefore, if not, you're going to really just be limited to Jesus of the four Gospels. And you don't even know too much about him then. You just look at him as a good person and blah, blah, blah. You don't even know that Jesus preached about hell more than he preached about heaven a lot. You don't know about how strict and very strong Jesus was, even when he's on earth. You've been taught that he was loving and walking around smiling all the time. And I'm not just saying he never smiled or he never grinned. The Bible don't put specifics on that. But when you read the Bible, Jesus was coming down on a lot of people. He came down on the Pharisees. He came down on the, uh, the religious groups. I'm talking about the Sabbath she's he came down there was groups on the essence and there was many different religious groups you know that's supposed to have been what the leaders of Israel then but they lost it and God only dealt with the little flock see all those things a lot of believers let alone unbelievers believers do not know about they don't know about the whole broadness of Jesus Christ of the whole 66 books of the Bible that's why it's good also to have a good study Bible a good reference Bible all of them are not good but you have to do your research a recommendation for the believer if you want a good study Bible, and I talk to myself uh, uh I'm talking to myself Do first, it's the King James Study Bible. A good study Bible that goes back and gives you a lot of background on a lot of things I believe, and there's probably others, but it's the Schofield Bible. They have the Schofield one, they have the Schofield Two, and they have the Schofield Three, C. I Schofield, he's one of the uh the teachers, traditional dispensational teachers. Uh, back in the nineteen thirties, I believe something like that. His name—you can look him up. His name is C. I. Schofield. Schofield Bible three. I also gotta get that, and I'm getting that Bible because for notes wise, I have to have a giant print print Bible because of my eyes. So I need to. I need more than a large I need the giant print the Bible that I got right here in front of me is a giant print so I ain't got to really squinch my eyes or anything like that a lot of you can feel where I'm coming from you know or can understand where I'm coming from that's just a ghetto slang can understand where I'm coming from I needed a large print so I have a good start and I have a lot of notes in this and I have a lot of writing and scratching and everything And but the Schofield has a lot of history background the Schofield Bible C.I. Schofield has a lot of history and everything like that it his Schofield uh, Bible, the Schofield Bible. Now, those are the pros. What's the cons of a good study Bible? What's the cons? Let's start with the Schofield. The cons of the Schofield Bible is he's a traditional dispensational, dispensational believer. What I mean by dispensational, he believes that the church started in Acts two, he believed that the body of Christ started in Acts two. Some of the traditional uh, disposition of believes that the twelve apostles is part of the body of Christ, which is also an error, you know. But back then, they had limited. Thoughts back not not thoughts because they was very intelligent. How can that be? Back then they only got so far of believing that we are more advanced now. There's more ways of finding out things, you know, and we're we we learning a lot of things as things go, you know. Far as that, so you know, I believe if Schofield was, uh, I'm this is my opinion was here around today. Schofield and people like others, that I'm going to find a name too. They will see that okay, maybe or maybe not that the uh, the church did not. Start in Acts 2. The body of Christ itself did not start in Acts 2. And that um, Acts 2 was just a continuation of the kingdom program under Israel. Okay, I'm not gonna teach that. But Schofield study Bible is still one of the good Bibles, but that's the just the the, the con of having a Schofield. Remember, he's um, he believes in the Acts two. The church started in Acts two, the church as of the body of Christ started in Acts two. So uh, so does other uh, past teachers like uh, Clarence Larkin who has beautiful uh, dispensational Truths He has uh, teachers on dispensational Truths Clarence Larkin, you have Durbin, you got a lot of them way Back in the 30s and even before that That uh, has some good Study materials with errors and Everything, you know, so, you know A good study Bible, you all just get a Good study uh, Bible with the King James Version, but it has to be the Right reference, rightly divided and my, my recommendation, make sure it's Rightly divided, even a traditional dispensationalist belief, no, uh, has would be better than just a regular commentary or a regular study Bible because it has reference in it. it, don't mean it's cross referencing the right correct way. Let me say that again because you have a good chain Bible or you know, study Bible doesn't mean it's cross referencing the correct way, but any good study king james bible is better than not having nothing in my opinion you know so okay all right those are the things that i want to talk about those are the updates and everything like that so remember this is what i want to talk about today it's kind of long-winded i did not put no time on here so right now i'm just talking to you i want you guys to talk back to me I want you guys to give me ideas. I want you guys to Joe Chatty looking at the same platform that you have that little yellow thing. (laughs) I know I need to work on, you know, uh, my art and stuff like that. I do, but that's not the most important thing for me right now. But I like suggestions. You know, some people have good artistic suggestions when it when it comes to that. That's not the more important, most important thing for right now. That I'm concerned about. My concern is our salvation, and 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 I'm clear enough, uh, even with all my mistakes and all my bad pronunciations and all my, <laughs> uh, you know, mispronunciations and uh, you know stuff like that. That you can still understand where I'm coming from. You know, I'm coming from my heart. You know, because this is me. What you what you hear is what you get. Let me say that again. What you hear is what you get. All right? I love you all. I'm not just saying that like a guru person that's trying to pull you. I love you all because I want to I wanna, I wanna teach you about different principles of God's lifestyle of living. And then on Connecting the Dots, I want you to I wanna teach you the best way I can how to study God's word rightly divided. Those two come together. Once you learn how to rightly divide God's word slowly but surely, you will learn to apply that to your lifestyle because that's the most important thing. You can apply what you have studied and what you have learned to our lifestyle. To our lifestyle. Okay. I want to leave with this saying. I want to leave you saying this. And when it comes to salvation, many people still confused about. You no, know, they have to repent of their sins, and they have to stop the word, stop, stop the things that they are doing. I understand that I get that, you know, I understand that I get that, you know, a lot of us uh, believers uh, or ones that got saved is hindered because we've been told we need to just get rid of all our sins. Or we need to repent and we, and we need to do this and do that. And then after salvation, we are told we used to be told because we didn't know no better. We have to keep confessing every sin we committed for us to be cleaned again. You, if you know what I'm talking about the ones that are listening know what I'm talking about because you're probably in the church like that you know, you're probably in the church like that I'm not telling you to leave your church I'm just here to show you a passageway and show you what the scripture says about this thing you make your decision from there Okay, I will never tell you to leave your church. The only reason I say that it's a good idea. If they were just really out there in the world and they were just doing a lot of things contrary to the word of God, yes, you don't need to be there. Then I will recommend that. But right now I'm not if it's a decent church that you like and you like the teachings of your pastor and, and you from what you hear from me and other rightly divided teachers, okay, stay there. You know, just hang in there. And if even if you don't agree with your pastor, you know, don't get into an argument with him, don't try to run over him. Because what you have learned and fresh, like a lot of you know rightly dividers probably do, you have to watch your arrogance, your narcissism, and just probably stay. In that church, the Lord probably wants you to stand. In that church will just show others and just teach them a little group sessions and everything, and people start learning. But never, also, never be afraid to just question your pastor. And you and your pastor talk. He's going to listen most of the time. They're not, but you go know you can have some that's really going to be open, you know, and listen to what you have to say. So I'll leave those decisions for yourself. But when it comes to salvation, I'm going to leave a quote here and you keep this in your get this in your head so it can get in your heart get this in your head so i can get in your heart listen to this this is something I just thought about I was not saved so I can be forgiven for my sins but I was forgiven of my sins so I can be saved remember that let me read that again. This is a quote from me. I just, I just wrote this down. This is a quote from me. Nobody else. This is what I quoted. Now, somebody else probably said it before, but this is just something I just thought about. I quoted myself. I was not saved so I can be forgiven for my sins, but I was forgiven of my sins so I can be saved. I'm going to leave you with that. What does that mean? That means my sins has already been forgiven. So the reason I am saved is because my sins was forgiven. That's the only reason I can get saved because my, my sins is not in the way no more. See, my sense has been imputed according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Read those scriptures. Go back. Don't just take my word for it. Go back and read those yourself when you have time. Very important. It's very important in your witness, believer, and it's very important for you to uh the uh, drink, you know, uh, drink in yourself, unbeliever. It's not about your sense. It's about your belief, and it's not only about your belief without receiving it. So belief and receiving, like I talked before on my uh previous podcast, you believe in and you receive it. So always remember, your salvation is possible because of your sins being forgiven. That don't mean you're saved. Remember what I said. I was not saved so I could be forgiven for my sins. Why? Because your sin has already been forgiven. Your salvation makes you reconciled to God. Your salvation makes you justified to God. Okay, that gets you to heaven. But I was forgiven of my sins so I can be saved. See, the only way and only reason and the only way that people get saved today, whether they know it or not, is because their forgiveness, their sin has been forgiven. Thousands, a couple of thousand years ago, on the cross after the resurrection. Not why He was hanging on the cross; it was the resurrection. The forgiveness part was already taken care of. That's why you could be saved today. If it was not taken care of, no one can be saved because you could not stop sinning, and therefore that means you under the law. God took care of the sin problem first through His Son Jesus Christ on the resurrection of that cross. So that's what this quote means. I was not saved so I can be forgiven for my sins, but I was forgiven of my sins so I can be saved. God bless you all. Love you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. This was Real Talk for today. God bless you. Love you. Bye-bye. Until next time. We're going to get into some more subjects on hot topics. Sexual addiction coming up soon. God bless you. Peace out. Love you.
0: holiday.